Hi, I'm Rabbi Dave Felsenthal, and welcome to my world, the world of the rabbi who got rich on Sunday. My goal is to share my hard-earned knowledge and to help people who were like I was 22 years ago when my life came to a crossroads between living my dreams and giving up on my dreams to face reality. Sure, I've made some spectacular mistakes, but I've also had unbelievable successes along the way. I am living what I like to call, with sincere thanks to the Almighty, my dream life. This episode shares the fourth of my 10 methods to manage time effectively. Use my time wisely, time stealers. This mini-series is full of tips to manage your time better, to fulfill your life purpose, and in the transcription of this podcast, you'll see the link to my website where you can see many more resources. Do a personal inventory and analyze what you're spending your time on now. Dorothy had big dreams. She had just been promoted to the membership director of her local community center. She and her family had been using the center for years. She had volunteered on all the committees. She'd always been giving her keen insights on how to increase membership, and now she was hired to do something about it. She worked very hard, putting in long hours every day, fielding the constant flow of urgent issues. And when the first month was over, she was sure new member day was going to be a huge success. She was shocked when the day passed and there were no new members. Her boss sat down with her to analyze what she had done and what could be fixed so that next month, new member day would be more successful. Dorothy had compiled a list of everyone who had ever used the facility and created reports on frequency of use and the most popular activities. She added to that list all the people she could find by searching online for people living within a 30-minute drive of the center. She analyzed demographics, age, gender, 20 other key factors to determine the likelihood of each family joining the center. She went over the records of people who had been members and stopped. She did many other activities and had lists and lists. She then sorted those lists from most likely to least likely. She planned the best time of day to communicate with each person. And although there were many times that were bad times, you know, the time of the day, week, month, year, she also knew that birthdays, holidays, school days, weekends, they weren't ideal times. She put it all on paper. Finally, she organized a committee of her coworkers and assigned them people to contact. Boy, had she worked hard. She couldn't understand why no one had joined. Her boss listened to her describe all these activities and the 80 hours a week for a month that she had put in and then asked her one question. How many new member prospects did you personally talk to or even communicate back and forth with through text or email? That's when it became clear that in all the urgent matters calling her attention, the paper shuffling, the other hard work, she had missed doing the actual work needed to succeed. Do you know how you spend your time? The story I just shared may sound ridiculous. However, I can't even begin to count the number of people I've consulted who worked very hard with little results. And after much analysis, we found that they were caught up in the whirlwind of daily urgencies that sucked a lot of their time away. And when they did the work, they focused almost exclusively on activities that did not directly move their goals forward, which we used to call paper shuffling. People will often think they're working hard, and they are but they avoid what they fear, whether it be making phone calls or going on appointments or asking for the sale. Avoid the whirlwind, time wasters. There will always be urgencies demanding your attention. Phone calls and emails to return, meetings to attend, paperwork to file. Franklin Covey calls this the whirlwind that demands your attention. In future episodes, we'll learn how to choose which items to pursue and a magic formula for dealing with the rest. Personal inventory list. One of my mentors, McKay Christensen, taught me that when a person is not being successful, 
and they tell you how hard they're working, the first thing to do is have them write down everything they do as they do it each day for a week. If you can do this, and I know it's not easy to do, after a week, you'll notice that you spend a lot of time on all sorts of activities that feel productive, but the amount of time you actually spend on the key activities is much, much less than you thought. In a future episode, we'll learn how to use a weekly schedule in a very creative way to avoid this issue. But as with most things, the first step is doing the actual hard work to really identify the issues in the way. Personal inventory example. I hope these examples help. And if you want more help, just schedule a session with me. I highly suggest you take this week's episode to heart. And for the next week, or at least three full days, write down every activity from sleeping and eating to paperwork and phone calls and how long you did it. Doing this might sound tedious and obvious, but the effect it will have on your long-term success will be profound. Just do it. In the next podcast, we'll learn how to work smarter, not harder. For more guidance and tips on how to live your dream life, go to my website, therabbiwhogotrichonsunday.com, to access content-rich articles and more. You can also access a link to that webpage through the show notes if you're listening to this podcast on any of the popular podcast platforms. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend and make sure to join me each Sunday as I share how the rabbi got rich on Sunday. In the meantime, feel free to check out my website for more information and to schedule a free consultation, therabbiwhogotrichonsunday.com.